one of the hypotheses I've got is that the, the mentoring ability, and I, I don't mean the individual ability, I mean the, the capacity, I suppose, within the profession, as people sell their practices, the experienced people who've, who are at the top, who are, who are the leaders, sell their practices, they stay in clinics for a year, 18 months, and then it's sayonara, baby, I'm out of here and I'm going to enjoy. We need an orderly exit of people, and that's what a handing over of partnership power would have been. You're going to bring somebody in, train them, they're going to buy their way in, and then you exit, and that time frame would be longer. There'd be a longer planning cycle than, oh boy, I can get you know 12 times multiple in my practice, and if I stay for 6 to 12 months, Bam! I'm out and gone. And and the person who's taking over, who's being replaced, replacing that person is a clinical director who has three years or five years got experience. Got no skin in the game. Well, I, I mean, I think again, I'd like to see how we can create new business models that encourage greater independent ownership. And so instead of selling and, and sticking around for 12 to 18 months, you start to create the sale process three years into employment, so that 10 years down the road they own the practice and, and there's a motivation to stick around. Yeah. And, and I think some of what Brendan and, and DVM360 can provide is education at, at looking at different buying in models and um, even creating content for recent graduates right out of school. Those first six months to a year out of school, programs focused on them, like VetX that David here um, has, that help give them the skill sets to um, be able to walk. I, I think. <laughs> Vet schools birth a baby. Yeah. And but what they don't teach them is how to crawl, how to walk, and how to run. Yeah, babies are vulnerable as heck. Right. So there's a foal that's produced by the vet school and they're just learning how to run and walk. And so it, you you did mention also, you know, VetX does mentorship. Um, and so these associates are coming out, people kind of feel them out and they all say they want mentorship. And the owners say, I do mentorship. <clears throat> And if you try to figure out, neither of them, so many, have no idea what that looks like because it wasn't modeled for them. They did have dictatorial teachers right. and dictatorial bosses somewhere along the line through a path. Very few of them had a servant leader or someone who was really deeply interested in their growth and development and help you know, nurture their strengths. So what do you have when you have the graduates coming out, they want mentorship, don't know what it looks like, and then you have the owners who didn't have mentorship when they were growing up and also don't know what it looks like. What is the best way to educate all of them over the course of time to make sure, again, this pool of people who are now mixing in the ocean could have, some of them would have a healthier experience over time. Slowly we could build in, what does that look like for them? I don't have an answer to that because it sounds really hard. I think it's a great discussion because yeah. I don't think we really know what mentorship is. If you go to the to Google and you put in mentor, it says information unattainable. So I do think that, that to, to define that really goes into servant leadership. It, it goes into caring about the ultimate outcome of the person that you hire. And I think it also has to have some formality. I, I think mentorship in many cases is informal, but I think good mentorship has got a formal component and I'm, I know that's what FedEx does. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it's something that most of us didn't have modeled. Um, and, and I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Is, and, and we know from, from survey after survey on, on what it is graduates are looking for. And they're looking for like like technical support, surgical support, me medical support. When they when they get in the crap, they're getting the doo doo. They need the safety net underneath them, somebody to ask. So that means 
well, isolate, it comes to quality one of a mentor. They're looking for emotional support for when it gets tough and they've beaten themselves up and they're like, I'm not good enough, I'm an imposter. And then what they actually need, they don't need somebody to say, you know what, this is really bad, you should think about another career. They need somebody to go, pick yourself up, dust yourself off. That story isn't serving you. Let's talk about that. How can we tell, help you to tell a different story? And just move through the normal the gears of learning and just move up, move up, move up. But even that first thing you just mentioned about the self-awareness it takes in a person, they have to be self-aware and manage themselves, yeah. and then they have to be then extend that to be, I need to see your self-awareness or lack of it and yes. help you with that. Yes. Those are advanced emotional intelligence skills we're talking yes. about. How many people out there do you think actually are sitting on that in that skill right now? Well, and how many people get, it, get interviewed at the vet school and chosen because of their EQ and versus their IQ? Yeah, there's no EQ component in there. Oh, exactly. So, it's it's like a baby. If you let the baby crawl and eventually learn how to get up and walk, and when they fall down, you say, "Get up and walk," they're going to more likely walk sooner. If you pick yeah. them up for them, they're going to keep falling down because they're getting attention for falling down. Yeah. So you have to encourage them to fall because it's the only way that they're going to learn how to walk and get a bruised ass and on get, the way. And get a bruised ass on the way. Same thing like riding a bicycle. I mean. Yeah. You don't, I mean, we all made mistakes. Yep. Feces occurs. Now, if you would like your question answered, then the way to go about doing that is to record your own little video clip that you don't mind us using, because um, we will make you famous as well, but send in your video question, or you can send in on Instagram, or Twitter, or email it, or DM it, whatever. Send your question in. It's got to be about veterinary business, veterinary life, your career, what's going on with you. But ask a question that you think I can add some value back for you. And I would love to give you an answer on this show. And if you do send it in and we use your question, you'll receive a signed copy of So You're a Vet and I Want. And my eternal gratitude and some notoriety by being on the show. So don't be shy. Step up and send in your questions. Thanks for listening or watching. Uh, be safe, be well, be happy. Dr. Dave, out.